0: Two things investors are always going to want. One, make more money. Two, suffer less drawdowns or less risk. Investors don't really care how the manager, including myself, does it. Managers have to walk the fine line of sticking to their strategy, i.e. staying disciplined, and improving it so investors don't leave them when it inevitably experiences a losing streak. Side note there, every strategy under the sun, using your common sense, will experience a losing streak. It might suffer a quick, sharp, and steep, or a more shallower, perhaps more drawn out losing streak. Both suck. Both are very painful, but that's the risk we take when... Investing in the markets, playing the markets Okay, back on track Managers take a risk when they make a quote-unquote improvement Because it might not work as well as sticking to the original strategy in the long run This is a classic artist's dilemma here Where they need to work with both sides of the brain They need to stay on track, so the thing they spent so much time building actually has a chance to play out, but also they like to play, and they like to think, and they like to experiment. And they need to do so at the right time, uh, in the right way, uh, to the right degree and severity, because it poses a risk of doing so When you make a change, you might change it at the exactly wrong time. Where the original strategy, the the previous iteration, works better. And all that work you just did and all the effort you put in uh, is all for naught. Um, The markets have a way of making us pay for doing things like that. So at my firm... Mel Cino's trading, trading, um, you know, I try to identify what I think are going to be big trends and then ride them as long as they go. Uh, I don't have, hold out any prejudice over what markets I, I monitor, you know, what stocks. Uh, I have some, you know, basic filters. I don't want to be trading anything to a liquid. So I like to be able to get in and out very easily. Uh, I'd like to trade legitimate markets, legitimate stocks, and try to observe and track as many different things as possible. I don't want to track only markets in one specific area of the economy, one specific group of commodities or bonds or currencies. I like to track Many different things because it opens up the possibility of capturing many different trends for many different reasons, both up and down uh, to different magnitudes at different times. And when you can get that, you know, much like a manager of a baseball team or, you know, these days the, the front office who's controlling much of the roster and its design... They want to have their core strategy. You know, let's take the Yankees, for exist, uh, for example. They are all about on-base percentage and slugging. Other teams, you know, that might be a lot of teams these days, but that has been a gradual trend from their previous years when they won a lot of uh, World Series in the 90s and 2000s. It was more on-base percentage and pitching. And, you know, they were okay with a lower slugging average uh, percentage. But these days, they've changed. So, you know, much like the Yankees, you know, they want as many different players that can fit that mold, that can produce like that. But they also don't want the same exact player you know they need they need some outfielders right they need infielders these are like easy things to to point out but they they want to they want to have righty lefties they want to have uh you know guys who play different positions so they could they have more diversification they have more wiggle room of what they could do with their roster so i think of it a similar way in that I want to have as many different markets as possible that can produce big trends and these days really any days a lot of markets can do that. You know, you could a healthcare stock could trend as easily as well as a agriculture market. So that's a huge advantage that is presented to me. And presented to all money managers, but I like to take advantage of. I don't like to specialize in one area. No, I'd like to have as many different possibilities uh, at my uh, at my disposal as possible. So, uh, yeah, I'm recently having a conversation with a investor of mine who's been with me for a few years, and I was telling him about some new ideas that I had. You know. You know, walk, again, walking that fine line of staying disciplined but also experimenting and thinking about new ways, new things to do, new strategies, and just new tactics—not not a whole different philosoph, uh, you know, philosophical shift—but just some you know little things. What about this? What about that? And tying back to my initial initial sentence that I started off this podcast quote. Two things investors are always going to want. Make more money and suffer less drawdowns. His response to, you know, my, my brainstorming about new ideas to catch trends, to find trends. His response was, hey man, whatever works. You know, exactly. Exactly. And investors don't care as much as us managers might think they do about staying so strict to one method. Like, the ultimate goal is to win games, is to make money, is to produce a more efficient return. You know, a, an investment, you know, comparing them side to side, you can't just compare returns, or you can't just compare losses, you know, the magnitude of their losses. You have to comp- to compare one relative to the other. So, you know, a lot of, you know, simple index funds that, uh, you know, that have been around a long time, you know, simple stock index funds, they will produce gains relative to drawdowns to losing periods of, you know, 0.1 to 0.3 over time. You know, so that's, you know, to do that math, let's say you have an 8% return, and a 50% drawdown which a lot of a lot of indices have done over the last, you know, 10 20 years. That's roughly oh, that's exactly a 0.16% uh, you know gain to pain ratio if you will. Now, is there a way we can double that? Can we make a 8% return with a 25% drawdown with a 30% you know 35 you know, perhaps even do better than that. Uh, I think so. It it might not play out within the next couple of years, but maybe in the next 10 or 15 or 20. Uh, and that's really hard to, you know, uh, really hard to get that across now because markets don't behave like many other things we have in our lives, which are abiding by the laws of physics. You know these are, these are you know socialized physics, you know psychological physics, and they're not regular. They change. You know this is like, it's like uh, being in a black hole where all the physics we know go upside down, and then they flip back, and then they flip back again. So these are, these are hard, hard concepts to to market, um, but it takes a you know it takes some more you know, just a more concentrated and I think, uh, deliberate approach. Uh, there is no quick sell. There is no, there is no shortcut in marketing in marketing these concepts. So, you know, I think that that, you know, investors are constantly looking for what's the better way to invest and what's a better way to, to, uh, you know, approach the markets over the long run. Uh, you know it's something that I'm always trying to do. and it's not always something that works. I don't always find something that works. There's, you know, probably people out there better than me. But it's, it's something that uh, I have to keep trying. I have to keep, uh, I have to keep approaching. And you know maybe, maybe I make a breakthrough one day. Maybe I make a breakthrough now. Uh, maybe I never do, but I think that's that's the path that managers have to look i have to um you know i say like the the best managers have to have to keep experimenting experimenting with because you know we can all just sit back and copy, but you know the fact of the matter is that you know what we have now isn't that great over the long run you know simple stuff things that have been around for a long time are not that great, you know, because if we go back further, run the clock back further, making 8% returns with 50% drawdowns is not real. That's only been real the last 10 to 20 years. We take, take it further back over the past 100, those 8% returns might become 9% returns and they may become 90% drawdowns. And... That's serious business, so that's something we're trying to avoid We're trying to avoid those those uh you know really sharp lulls, really sharp losing periods, and uh you know we have to do that through risk taking new thinking, not being afraid of going against the norms, not getting caught up in the well, this is the type of manager that I've said I've been over the last, you know, X years, so my whole reputation is built on this marketing pitch and I can't change that because if I do that, I'm afraid everyone's gonna leave me. Uh, I think that presents a advantage and an opportunity for those who are willing to say, you know what, no, I'm gonna try it this way now and we're gonna make this little change. Um, again, these aren't big psych- psychological shifts. They're just they're just little navigations that we find um, over time with experience and with the, you know, just general uh, nitty gritty research. So that's all I have for this episode. I will be on the horn more more regularly. I hope uh, coming in the near future. And hope you guys are doing great. See you next time.